What up? We are back again today in the studio, and it is time to get the ball rolling. And we are back once again today with Get the Ball Rolling. Uh, It's week 10 now, ladies and gentlemen. I know uh, we have been together for quite some time now. We've had some interesting, uh, obviously, some interesting debates. Uh, We've put out some strong, hard opinions. And it is finally time that this college football season is kind of coming to fruition. Uh, Most teams are, well, they usually have about four, maybe five games left. Some have three, depending on if they've taken a bye yet, with maybe one bye. A couple might have two byes left to go in the season, and I cannot wait uh, to see how this season has turned out. Uh, just, uh, I'd like to do this at, at every, about week 10, that's what we are uh, coming up tomorrow. Uh, it's, you you start to look at it, you're like, okay, where were we right and where were we wrong? Now we're going to do a completely different podcast on this where, where we'll go over some uh, some things that we felt that we were right here, uh, some of the things that we felt that we were wrong about, uh, maybe some predictions that went awry, but we're here in week 10. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, most of you, uh, unless you're you know in a warmer climate, it's fall time. The leaves are changing. The leaves are falling off the trees. We're starting to get that, you know, that bitter, that you know, winter is coming once again. And and it's a, it's a great time because that means we're going to get bowl games. We're going to get the national championship and we're going to see some amazing football because we're almost close to rivalry. We're almost to the point where you can kind of start to say, okay, that team's going to win out and they're going to win their conference. And it's so much fun. And there's been a lot, like I said, a lot of good games. Uh, Anyway, so for this episode, we're going to be going over, obviously, the the big storylines from the previous week. Uh, We'll be talking about the storm that is coming. Now, it's not a weather storm. Uh, Like some of you, we were uh, hit pretty hard with some snow in Utah. Down here, we were not, but in northern Utah. So, uh, and even in Denver, hit really, really tough. Uh, A lot of snow dumped on them in in end of October. It's crazy. But uh, a storm where the college football committee is going to have a very difficult decision ahead. Uh, obviously, the teams on our radar always like to give uh, the five teams shout out. And then our um, games of the week, but this one's going to be with a little bit of twist. We're going to actually predict uh, the winners and losers. Now, I've stayed away from predicting the winners and losers. I have it written down who I think are going to win with with the scores and stuff like that. But I always say, you know, there's always that chance. And you know what? It's time for me to stop sitting on the fence. I need to make a definitive uh statements for you guys. Now I do it with everyone. If people ask me, I want to go, Oh yeah. Hey, you know what? I think they're going to win. Now, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. It does. It doesn't really matter. We're all, we're all kind of guessing here, but we're going to, we're going to talk about the games of the week and who we like to win and maybe a couple reasons uh, why. So let's get started. Uh, Some big storylines for this last week. Auburn almost beats LSU. And I really feel bad for Auburn. I'm actually an Auburn Tigers fan. For those of you who don't know, Uh, I feel bad for my Tigers. Uh, but as as a media personnel, I'm glad that 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 LSU won. I want to see LSU win the SEC. We haven't seen LSU uh, around the national championship for quite some time. I think Ed Orjon, uh, I think he's a great guy, and I think he, he, this team deserves it. It kind of feels like it's their year to do it, right? And they played a pretty tough schedule. Uh, taking on uh, Texas was not easy. I give mad props to that. You play in the SEC, so you got that. And then you went... Um, 
and you had to defend your, you know, you beat Florida. You had to uh, actually end up beating uh, Auburn. So you guys have had a really tough schedule and, and mad props. Now, a lot of people are jumping on this bandwagon, and I am too because I really like this, this LSU team. Uh, the next four games, there's one important game, and I love, and, it, and we're going to be probably talking about it a little bit later, uh, and I love it because it's going to be the Alabama-LSU game. And it's going to be, I think that LSU is more battle tested. Uh, it is in Tuscaloosa. I don't think Alabama is as good as what people are, are thinking. When, if you start to look and you uh, pull the win percentage, uh, you know, Alabama has been able to play some pretty not so good teams. We'll leave it at that. New Mexico State hasn't won a game. Duke is in the worst part of the Power Five conference. I mean, like the the side of the conference, right? Um, you have Southern Miss, who ends up, you know, I thought was going to win uh, their side of the conference, USA. They end up losing to Louisiana Tech last week. I believe they have two losses, maybe three losses. I, I need to check up on that. Uh, you look terrible against Tennessee at home, and, and I understand Tua went out and, and whatnot, but if this Alabama, the, these these world beaters, uh, I, I think LSU is going to get the win, but it was a really big test this last weekend. Uh, both of them get to go on to buys, uh, and so it's going to be a smackdown, but uh, a little bit of a shout-out for Auburn, too. I think Auburn, I think they just missed the mark. Uh, not saying that Bo Nix isn't the guy, but he's young, and had they had Jared Stidham uh, and his production, what he was able to do last year on this year's team, I think they're they end up I think they're the second best team in the SEC uh instead of being the third or potentially even the fourth best so shout out to them uh Notre Dame is not back uh for all of you Notre Dame fans I I don't like Notre Dame because I think it's such a big cop-out that they're not allowed they're not in a conference I hate the independence hate it like it's ridiculous. Why on earth? Like why on earth? UConn is pulling out of the American is crazy. I understand you're getting beat up, but stay in a conference. BYU. Look what they've been. They have not been back to a major bowl game in a long time. And before, at least you had a conference championship to play for. You had Utah. You had TCU. And I understand they left the Mountain West, but you were going to retain. You're going to get Boise State. And, and you know, if uh, if they struggle this week against Utah State, you make a solid case to say, hey. You know what? BYU go back into the Mountain West now, but I think it's such a cop out that you that you're in the independent. Notre Dame gets to play, uh, you know, VMI because it's on on an off week. They get to play, you know, Ball State. No offense to these teams, they're just not the level of what Notre Dame can play. Oh, but Notre Dame scheduled USC. Yeah, where was it played? You know, that, and I understand they play each other a lot, but on any given year, you're like, okay, where was it played? Well. Normally, it's played in South Bend. And then, okay, well, they scheduled Georgia. Well, it was a close game between the hedges. Well, congratulations. You know what? You had one game all year, and then they didn't take Michigan seriously, and they got blown out. It was awesome. I don't like it. I, I don't think that it's fair. Uh, like last year, I would not have said that they're the t- one of the top four teams. Well, uh, congratulations. You won. You beat up a bunch of, like, like middle to low level teams. Why do you deserve to be up there? Wow. Cause you scheduled Florida state who went, you know, six and six or five and seven last year. Are you kidding me right now? 
We're, re we're really going to look at that? No, I'm, uh, Notre Dame is not back. They're still struggling. Uh, I, if I was Notre Dame, I'd fire Brian Kelly uh, or move on. I think Brian Kelly could take an NFL coaching job. Uh, but I would just move on because the, the definition of, in, of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. You know what he's going to give you. Now, if you're happy with that and you know it's a prestigious school, uh, it's hard to get into. Not everyone can be admitted into Notre Dame. Then bail. Then, 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 then just be happy. Kind of like Michigan. Michigan is a hard school to get into. They're they're a prestigious school. Um, they're they're. I mean, they've won a lot of national championships. But recently, Lloyd Carr and Bo Schembechler, Schembechler. Oh man, that's a hard name to say. They they they, they just they're just middle of the pack. They're going to win nine games. And if you're happy with that, Jim Harbaugh is going to give you that. Not everybody can go out and get the Urban Meyer, I understand. But don't tell me that they're back and they're going to be, you know, amazing. Uh, it was good to see Michigan get the win. Uh, my dad's a huge Michigan fan, kind of been brought up around that. And I want to, I want to, you know, I want to let you guys know who I am. But I was just like, Notre Dame, I wasn't sold on the first year. Everyone was talking about, oh man, Clemson said that was the hardest test of the season. Well, they're playing the ACC and then they beat up on Alabama. So, you know what? Maybe it was just throwing some salt at Alabama. Uh, OU loses to Kansas State and Texas loses to TCU. Looks like the Big 12 is once again the Big 12, as always. Um, the hope of the Pac-12 is this upcoming weekend. Uh, Utah going to Washington and Oregon going to USC. And not to say that you should ever throw a game. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to say that. But if the Pac-12 was smart and the Pac-12 was sitting there going, all right, they're notorious for having just terrible refs. Like, if I was the Pac-12, I'd contract some of these SEC guys, go, look, we're going to double what you normally make on the game because we want these games called right. Because the, the Pac-12 refs are just absolutely atrocious. I don't I don't understand. Like, when I see a Pac-12 crew, I'm like, yep, we're going to get, like, 100 different penalties. They're all going to be, like, made-up penalties. There was one uh, two years ago in the BYU-Utah game. It was a Pac-12 crew. They called a holding on the quarterback, but the quarterback was running. How does that make sense? A holding on the quarterback now you, you might mess up the, the number but that just shows how like if if, if, if that would have happened in the in an sec game it would have been all over the news and stuff pac please be smart about this i'm not saying uh, you know if washington beats utah or if usc beats oregon congratulations you're the pac-12 this is how it always is everyone beats up on everyone but but come on let's get let's do this right don't let there be controversy uh regarding this and i will be very very loud and obnoxious about that like i will come out if if either of those games are called called bad it, i'm going to be complaining because it is ridiculous uh what they allow to go on uh ucla make up your mind you're either tanking or you're not i don't like this uh like you what do they, they lose to cincinnati and then they can't and then they go out and they beat arizona now Arizona's not you know a great team but like i don't understand it all ucl is uh, ucla is a big question mark i believe they have three wins right now they're three and five like because you're just going to start beating up. Like, if Arizona would have got the win, they would have been able to go to, uh, uh, well, they would have had a better shot at going to a bowl game. But, like, come on. Like, if you're a bad team, be a bad team. Now I understand, you know, maybe you're starting to figure things out and get rolling, but it is so hard in the media to predict what UCLA is going to do. They're just a big wild card. You're like, well, we got Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde or whatever it is, you know. We don't know which UCLA team is going to show up. Uh, and then, like I said, the conference champs were one step closer to kind of determining it. Uh, coming up this week, uh, we have FAU playing Western Kentucky. Uh, that will likely determine uh, 
who wins that one. We're App State's kind of pulled away on that side. Uh, ULM plays Arkansas State, so we're really starting to find out who uh, we're going to be looking at in the conference championships. Unless you know, barring any crazy, you know, four-game losing streak or three-game losing streak, we're going to kind of know uh, what these guys are. And like I said, we're going to take the next few minutes to talk about the storm coming. Uh, here are some teams that I have written down uh, to that could potentially make it into the college football playoff. Out of the SEC, we have Alabama. We have LSU. We have Georgia. Out of the Big Ten, you have Minnesota, Ohio State, Penn State. Out of the ACC, you have Clemson. Uh, out of the Big 12, you have Baylor and Oklahoma. Out of the Pac-12, you have Oregon and Utah. Out of uh, the group of five conferences, you have SMU and Appalachian State. So we're going to kind of break it down. We're, we'll start with the others. SMU, if you win out, shout out to you. I think you have a 1% chance. And Appalachian State, I am a huge fan. And I actually, I, I, I haven't missed an App State game yet this year. I've followed them. I've been able to watch them. I don't know how I've been able to find all their games on, on my devices and stuff, but I've watched them. I love this team. Uh, Appalachian State has, hasn't like, they just don't lose. They're good. And I would love to see them actually move up, uh, get out of the, the Sunbelt. I mean, I understand you want to, you want to be the, the dog, right? But you look at Utah, Utah gets out of the the Mountain West. Now they haven't won a Pac-12 championship, but they most certainly could this year. Uh, last year, they had two losses, uh, Appalachian State, and that was to Georgia Southern, which they they dropped. That was just a bad loss, and they ended up losing to uh, Penn State in overtime, forty-five to thirty-eight. Right, the year before they kind of struggled a little bit more, but they lost to Georgia ten to thirty-one at Georgia. Like these guys, I mean, they're not. They're probably one of the best uh, group of five guys. Uh, they haven't lost this year, and if they beat South Carolina, they're going to be, I mean, eyes of the nation are going to be there. But uh, these two, I give like a 1% chance. I don't even think it will be entertained. But uh, congratulations for, for being talked about. Now, out of the ACC, Clemson, I don't even know if you get in. Uh, I mean, their their schedule itself is absolutely garbage. Now, you can't fault them for playing in the ACC, but you can fault uh, a scheduling of Georgia Tech, which, oh, sorry, that that's conference game. Uh, some of these ACC games, like Wake Forest and UNC, it, was a, it wasn't a conference game. It wouldn't hurt against them. Uh, no, you had Texas A&M, okay, which is kind of respectable. Texas A&M, I mean, it's a middle, it's a B program. Uh, Charlotte, we're going to call it program. Uh, you're going to move down a little bit. Wofford, which you're not even going to grade because they're in the FCS. And then you have South Carolina. Now, I understand you need to keep up the rivalry, but you look at what Michigan and Notre Dame are doing. Uh, they're not playing each other until 2033. So do you have to keep up the rivalry? Could you have scheduled somebody else that last week? Uh, kind of kind of interesting there. Uh, they have a terrible... I mean, if they win out, you got to put them in because they're undefeated and they're clumsy. And uh, one of my friends told me, you know what? They're just bored. I don't know. <laughs> I can honestly, I could not tell you what this team is because I, I don't know what this team is. Uh, they haven't been tested. I mean, in the in the North Carolina game, they kind of were, and they kind of panicked and they got bailed out, out at the end with, uh, you know, going for two. Who would have known if what would have happened in overtime? But I don't know with Clemson. Do you put them in? Are they the one of the top four? We're not talking about best record. We're talking about best four teams in the in the nation, right? Uh, out of we're going to break down the Pac-12, Oregon and Utah. Now let's just we're going to you know 
we're not a little bit of fun. Oregon wins out and Utah wins out. You know, both only have one loss. Uh, Utah ends up going to the Pac-12 championship. Uh, I actually think if that is the case, I think Utah beats Oregon. I don't think this Oregon team has holes on offense where on defense they don't. Their defense is legit, but their holes are on offense. And I think Utah's offense is a little bit better than Oregon's offense. Uh, in my opinion, it will be playing at a neutral site. Uh, Kyle Whittingham, I don't know. The, the last time they lost to Oregon was when the, the receiver, they were up like 21 nothing. the receiver, or 14 nothing. the receiver, uh, I don't even remember his name, drops the ball before he gets a touchdown. Uh, Oregon scoops it up, scores, and goes on to end up beating Utah. Utah, But, you know, historically, Utah's played good against Oregon. In that, and, 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 and for Utah, they don't have the... I'd say the resume, it'd be really, really hard for for the, for Utah to get in if they win. If Oregon gets in, you can say, hey, we at least we scheduled Auburn. Now we lost, but it was the first of the year. We're so much better. It would be the Ohio State argument when they lost to Virginia Tech. Uh, or, or, you know, when they were arguing when they lost to Oklahoma. Well, but we scheduled Oklahoma. Come on, let us in. Like, uh, it's, it's, it's honestly hard to weigh. Uh, but I think Oregon would have, I think the Oregon... And the voters, uh, you know, brand recognition, name recognition, I think they get in. But if Utah wins out, they had one bad game against USC in the Coliseum. They haven't won there in 100 years. They're going up against a third-string quarterback. Now, you might be surprised about that, but that's a, it's a decent USC team with a third-string quarterback that you haven't prepared for. You've never seen this kid play. You don't know what he's good at. Uh, there was a ton of penalties in that game. I mean, on both sides of the ball. USC got penalized, like, a ton of 15-yard penalties, and Utah didn't take any advantage of it. And then USC was literally just throwing the ball up to, uh, was his name, Michael Pittman? I believe his name, the, the big uh, wide receiver, and just letting him run under and catch it. That was their game plan. And Utah wasn't prepared for that because they didn't think, they thought they were going to be seeing, uh, what's his last name, Slovis, I think? Yeah, I think they were, think they were going to play him and they play somebody else. Anyway, so... I would say Utah has a 25% chance if they win out. Oregon, I think it's a pretty high. I'd say 75%. If they win out, they beat Utah, which is a really good Utah team this year. And uh, you know what? They all, they only have one loss going into it. It's going to be a legit conversation to whether this Oregon team can be in. Out of the Big 12, Baylor and Oklahoma. Now, you're going to have to play the game of if Baylor wins out, right? Well, Baylor still has to play Oklahoma. They're going to have a very, very, very hard schedule coming up. And it's no knock against them, uh, but just the way they're schedule lines up it it's favorable they were able to get people at the right time number one they got iowa state at home iowa state was really one play away from beating them if you would have given brock purdy honestly one more play they beat them uh they end up playing they did beat kansas state uh so congratulations on that but they haven't they played Stephen f austin utsa and rice okay and then they played outside of kansas state right now they played the bottom half of the big 12 outside of kansas so well and west virginia so this week uh actually on halloween so it'd be yesterday when this airs they're going to take on west virginia which they're probably going to win because west virginia is down this year but they got to go at tcu and then they get oklahoma and texas at home you're not going to be oklahoma and texas back to back you might get oklahoma and you might get texas but you're not going to be both of these teams back to back i'm sorry it's not going to happen and then you throw in tcu there's a potential that they lose three games right there uh and and so i'm not uh, I mean, congratulations. You've had a great year. I think uh, Charlie Brewer next year will be a Heisman candidate. I think we're talking about uh, a team that will have a little bit more media attention. Uh, again, congratulations, but I don't think it's going to happen. Now, Oklahoma is going to – you would want uh, – 
Baylor to only have one loss. You need to beat Baylor. You'd want Baylor to only have one loss to say, hey, look, we beat them, and then you got to beat them twice in turn to in the conference championship, right? So Oklahoma's, I mean, chances after that, that Kansas State loss are very slim. I think Oklahoma's a, a 45% chance to get in. So we'll kind of see how it all plays out. Uh, you obviously need a lot of help if you're Oklahoma. You need losses at Ohio State, Penn State. Uh, Georgia's need, going to need to lose. Florida's going to need to lose again. Uh, LSU and Bama like, is kinda, gets kind of wild. So up above them, they're kind of sitting in six, seven tier and then you have Oregon where you're saying well we scheduled Auburn you lost to Kansas State if both of them only have one loss that Auburn loss looks a whole heck of a lot better than that Kansas State loss so we'll see what's up um out of the Big Ten uh, I wrote down Minnesota Ohio State Penn State now I don't think and and you know what congratulations to uh PJ Fleck and and the Golden Gophers I uh have watched a couple documentaries on this team I love this Minnesota team it is really important they have this row the boat motto they're kind of just they're feeling it and I think they're they're taking advantage of a year where uh, Northwestern is down uh Nebraska is not back yet not Nebraska is not really that good uh and They've just taken advantage of that. But next up, they got to play. They they have a bye, but they have Penn State. They have Iowa. They have Northwestern and Wisconsin, right? So could they lose all four of those games? Most definitely, because they had to go at Iowa and at Northwestern. Now, if they win those games, congratulations. That is great. And you're going to have to have some help uh, against Penn State and Wisconsin. I don't think they, they go undefeated. I think it's a less than 1% chance. But uh, you got to write them down. Hey, you know what? If you're 8 no at this point in the season, congratulations. We're going to talk about you. Uh, now, Ohio State and Penn State, again, you're going to kind of have to imagine this with me. So Ohio State and Penn State play each other. Uh, in the regular season, right? They're on that side of the conference. That side of the conference is freaking stacked. So, uh, and it's kind of in an interesting position, right? So Ohio State next up has Maryland uh, at Rutgers, home against Penn State at Michigan. And when you have these back-to-back games, it is very, very difficult to win both. Like we were just talking with Baylor. It's hard to beat Texas and Oklahoma back-to-back. Those are two really good football teams. Now, Penn State, you've got Minnesota, which is a good team, respectable team, but you're coming off of a bye this week on the road. I want to say Penn State wins. I think they take care of uh, Indiana. They've only lost one time, all time. Uh, they're 10-0 as the host. I think Penn State looks really good. Then they play at Ohio State, and then the next game is Rutgers, right? Now, Everyone is talking about how great this Ohio State team is. They they, they rolled Wisconsin. They, they trounced uh, Northwestern. And uh, they just look like world beaters. And they are. This team's legit. But they're not going to go undefeated. At least not in my opinion. I think that in preparation for Michigan, I think they might overlook... Uh, Penn State or vice versa. In preparation for Penn State, they're going to overlook Michigan. Now, I did not see this Penn State team being as good. Their defense is rock solid. I love it. I I watched them play against Maryland, and I was thoroughly impressed. I said, hey, I I called my dad. I said, watch out for Penn State this year. And he said, no, Michigan's the team to do it. And uh, what ends up happening, Penn State's good, right? Uh, Sorry, Dad. But it's kind of like I think Penn State is in a very particular situation. They've already played Michigan. They've already beat Iowa. So their national championship 
is right now against Ohio State. Now, if they beat Ohio State, they're going to go to the conference championship. They're going to be undefeated. They're going to end up probably playing. Uh, you know, you would hope that they play Minnesota again or, uh, you know, Iowa. Iowa has two uh, losses in the Big Ten. I kind of see how that winds down. There's a word I was looking for. But you look, uh, Wisconsin has two losses. I mean, like, it's, it's kind of up in the air. You're probably going to play Wisconsin, though. Now, if you can take care of Wisconsin, you're undefeated. You're obviously going to go. Uh, you can't negate an undefeated team out of the Big Ten. But then Ohio State, what do you do with them? Right, because now Ohio State and Penn State they have the same argument that Alabama has been pulling and Georgia has said for the last few years. Alabama, well, playing the SEC, only have one loss. What are you talking about? We're one of the best. Put us in. We're Alabama. Well, now they have someone that that could be. Well, we're Penn State. Our only loss was to Ohio. They're probably the best team in the nation. We didn't go to conference championship if they lose to Ohio, for example. What what's it to you? Obviously, if they're undefeated, it's going to be Ohio going to be like, well, we lost to Penn State. Penn State went undefeated. Put us in. Really, an interesting dynamic. Now, the only hope for for that not to happen, uh, and for Alabama, LSU, and I believe Georgia and Florida fans would be you're chilling, cheering your guts out for Michigan to get the win. You're going to hope that uh, you know, even if Ohio uh, loses to Penn State, you're going to cheer for Michigan because you're just going to be like, oh, I hope Michigan wins because then it would it would ease up a little bit. Uh, and then, okay, final one is the SEC, right? You have Alabama, LSU, Georgia, and Florida. Now, the Georgia and Florida, one of them are going to be eliminated this weekend. Uh, I'm going to take Georgia in the game, just for to let you know. It's the game of the week for the SEC. I'm going to take Georgia. Uh, I like this Georgia team a little bit more than this Florida team. I think Florida's a couple years out. I want to give Dan Mullen until he gets a legit quarterback. I don't think Kyle Trask – Kyle Trask is good, but I don't think he's – you know, Dak Prescott, because that's, you know, his pedigree, or or, or Tim Tebow. He's not that. And uh, Felipe Franks isn't as well. So give him a couple of years. But uh, yeah, Florida and Georgia, which they're going to have the same arguments as Alabama and LSU. Uh, okay, so we're going to play for a second. Georgia wins, right? And LSU wins. We see an LSU-Georgia uh, championship game, and we'll say LSU wins. Well, then Alabama is going to be chirping their guts out, saying, Look, we only lost LSU. You need to put us in. Now, if Georgia, Georgia, you'd have two losses, so you're a little bit irrelevant. Uh, and then Florida, uh, your only loss, uh, your only losses to LSU. And say Florida wins, then your only other loss is to LSU, and you're gonna are you playing in the championship. Like it's so crazy what we're gonna happen. And this is where the the critics and 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 the people that are banging on their chest saying, "Hey, look, we need to expand the playoff." They're gonna get really really loud this year. I'm telling you, it's gonna come down to this la- like the first year. Ohio State, Baylor, TCU all had great arguments. They just put in Ohio State. I really am kind of uh, I really want to see what happens uh, this next year. It's going to be crazy. Uh, as we progress now, if people start to lose, that's a completely different story. But we're definitely going to be taking a segment uh, playing this uh, hypothetical game just to kind of let your brains think about it. What the arguments are going to be said uh, on behalf of these teams. Alrighty, so we're going to take a step aside. Uh, in right now, we're going to be uh, we're going to do our teams on the radar, our five teams that have impressed us uh, through this week, and then uh, we'll go through the games of the week and the picks. So stay tuned after the break games of the week and teams on our radar. 
Okay, thanks for that ad break. Okay, teams that we want to be talking about. Number one, obviously, Kansas State. Congratulations. They only have two losses so far on the season. Uh, Looking good, upset. Oklahoma, am I really excited to watch the Kansas-Kansas State game this weekend? I mean, Les Miles is putting together something over there in Lawrence, Kansas. I believe that's where it's at. Uh, Rocky Top, right? Uh, I, I honestly, like, that's one of the few Power 5 schools I don't haven't paid attention to ever. Uh, they are in Lawrence, Kansas. Wow. Took a shot, and I got it. Uh, Kansas State's in Manhattan. I cannot wait for this showdown. I think Les Miles is a skeeve. I loved that ending of the Texas Tech game. What a game. Um, number two on our list. Give a shout-out to my uh, running Utes, to the Utes uh, of Utah. And I pray, please don't screw it up. Utah has this thing, and it's kind of like a joke between my friends, and I believe it could be Utah fans in general. Uh, Don't screw it up, Utah. Don't do what Utah always does and make it like the most hard and complicated way to to win or, or lose or like knowing Utah USC will lose and they'll lose and then they'll, they'll end up winning out and USC will lose one game and they're gonna be like, Oh man, I see. We told you, you know, stick with us. We're, we're good. No, this team's gotta win this week. You know what? You only have one, you have one loss against USC. It was an ugly loss. They could potentially be top five had they not lost that game. But one ugly loss, we're going to give you that. Utah, you can't have any more gimmies. Even then, I don't think we're going to make it into the into the the the, the you know college football playoff. I would love it. I wish we could uh, make it into the playoff. I wish we had that uh, that luxury. I really hope. But please don't screw it up. Let's let's get the win this weekend, boys. Um, and the third team coming in, uh, they're six and one. Want to give them a little bit of a shout out, a little bit of a turnaround from uh, last year. I believe they went four and nine. Is the Navy Midshipmen, and uh, I say that for a couple of reasons. Number one, I love Ken Namata Lolo. Really, kind of hard to to say his last name. I love his, his the way he plays. I've always kind of been a fan of Navy. Uh, kind of surprised me they ended up beating Tulane uh, this last weekend. So I was like, whoa, what the heck happened there? You know, and. Because uh, I thought Tulane would win, but hey, you know what? If you're six and one, you need to get props. Now they're they're the the games that are coming up is at UConn, so they're going to get that win. Uh, they had to play Notre Dame, they had to play SMU. Uh, I believe they still had to take on Houston. So I mean, like it's going in Memphis, like it's going to get tough uh, for the midshipmen. Uh, they play a really unique style of football, so maybe they'll get a couple wins along the way, and they'll end up, you know, eight nine win season. Congratulations to that program. Uh, number four, San Diego State. They're seven and one. They have four games left: home against Nevada, home against Fresno, at Hawaii, home against BYU. They have a potential to win all four of those games. I don't think Nevada is as good as what they were uh, the previous season. Fresno State's obviously down as well, so hopefully they pick up two wins. They do have to win in Hawaii, which is extremely hard to do to go on the road. But you're in California to Hawaii is what four and a half hours, I think. So it's not as bad as uh, like Wyoming going to Hawaii, which is like a crazy long plane flight. I mean, out of Laramie to probably Salt Lake or Phoenix and then Phoenix out to there, which is like a six and a half hour flight. It's terrible. Trust me, I've done it. Uh, and then BYU, uh, BYU might be playing to go to a bowl game. So it'd be a really interesting last game of the season, but uh, the Aztecs seven and one looking to uh, kind of lock up their side of the conference. Uh, you know, Hawaii is going to be the biggest uh, threat, but looking to lock it up. And then number five is the Charlotte 49ers. This team has never went to a bowl game. 
they fired their coach last year. Uh, he went five and seven, or he moved on. I don't really follow Charlotte super uh, much, but uh, you know, they started their football program in 2013, so it's only this is only its sixth year, and uh, this is the year they could potentially go to a, a bowl game. The next game's up. They have Middle Tennessee State. They have UTEP. They have Marshall. They have Old Dome. So I want to give them UTEP with the win. And all done with the win because they beat North Texas. They looked really good in North Texas. Uh, they'd have to win. Uh, obviously, those are two away games, which would be tough. We're not. I'm not going to uh, rule that out. And all their wins this year have come at home. Uh, and last year they've only had they only had one uh, road win. But well, just for the sake of argument, they got to upset Middle Tennessee State or Marshall. It's going to be a crazy finish. Uh, they might not make it. They might go five and seven or four and eight this next year uh, or this year. But hey, they've looked good doing it. So those are our five teams that are on our radar. All right, games of the week and picks of the week. We're going to do this. This is new. Uh, for those of you who are listening, normally I just go through games of the week with questions and stuff. Uh, we're going to break it down. All right, out of the SEC, we have Georgia, neutral side against Florida in Jacksonville. I'm going to be taking the Bulldogs. Uh, and just Like I said, I'm not sold. There's something about Florida that just kind of rubs me the wrong way. And I don't know who's going to get the dub. Uh with that or why it's that way they've only lost to lsu and georgia has lost to south carolina but it might have been a fluke i think that kind of kick-started georgia's season man it's going to be crazy if georgia ends up winning and then beats lsu in the championship game i mean it's going to be or bama in the championship game uh kind of crazy i want to take the bulldogs in this game out of the big 10 uh and we have indiana against northwestern indiana is really uh Impressed me. Tom Allen has done a great job there. Uh, Northwestern is definitely down this year. They're not the same team. They lost a lot of starters last year. I still uh, love uh, Coach, uh, Coach Fitz, Fitzpatrick, right? Uh, love him. I want to take Indiana, even though they're on the road. Uh, this was I went back and forth, but Northwestern is just not as good as what they have been. They, they're they kind of struggling with the injury bug as well. I want to be taking the Hoosiers. Out of the ACC, we have Virginia at North Carolina. I don't understand this side of the conference. I don't know why I keep on putting teams on that side of the conference. Virginia doesn't play well away, but I just got this feeling that Broncos going to kickstart them after the loss against Louisville. I'm taking the Cavs or the Who's, right? Out of the Big 12, we have TCU at Oklahoma State. Uh, TCU had a big win last week. Oklahoma had a big win last week. Both are going to be kind of coming on a high. Uh, Stillwater, Oklahoma is absolutely a madhouse. Uh, a lot of uh, passionate fans there. But I want to take the Horned Frogs. If they've figured out their quarterback situation, please let them have figured it out, and they're going to win. But Oklahoma State, they're a sneaky good team as well. Out of the Pac-12, we have USC against Oregon. Uh, I want to take Oregon just for the sake of it. Uh, I think it's kind of a trap game. It's a scary game for all Pac-12 fans and for Oregon fans. You're praying that Oregon gets the dub. They haven't looked super convincing. They've gotten really close uh, a lot of the games. I think Oregon's going to win the, the turnover battle. USC's offense isn't that good. USC's defense is decent, uh, but their offense isn't really that good, and that's why I say that uh, for the win. Now, uh, out of the American Athletic, UCF against Houston. Houston has, been, like, has just drawn a blank. I feel bad for Dana Holgerson, but we're going to see what happens going forward. Uh, I want to take UCF in this game at home against Houston. Out of the Mountain West, we have Utah State home against BYU. Utah State just got embarrassed against Air Force, and BYU, uh, I believe uh, I believe they are coming off of a bye. Uh, they did beat Boise State. 
which was kind of a big win for them. Uh, well, as big for BYU as you can get. I think the Aggies win. Aggies, for whatever reason, now in Utah, uh, we've it's like turned. It used to be BYU and Utah, these big rivals, right? Utah's dominated the last 11, 12 years. Really, if you look at this, the 2000s as a whole, BYU hasn't won that many times. So, so Utah's been very, very dominant. So it's kind of, growing up, I remember a couple times when BYU beat Utah, but for the, the majority of the time, Utah does win. Well, the the rivalry now is really between BYU and Utah State, and and I've been I've been to two of those games uh, at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, uh, and it's always a fun game to watch. Uh, it's I guarantee you it's going to be that the primetime game around eight thirty uh, uh, Mountain Time. I know it's ten thirty Eastern Time. People on the East Coast stay up and watch this game. It's a really fun rivalry game. Uh, but I want to be taking Utah State just kind of after the embarrassing loss. BYU after a big loss coming back, uh, and then on the road in very very cold Logan, Utah. I'll be taking that. Aggies. Out of the CSA, we have FAU at Western Kentucky. Like I said, with Western Kentucky, after the Central Arkansas loss, I was ready to write them off. They've been playing some good football. They almost beat Marshall uh, last week. Uh, I want to give Western Kentucky the advantage. FAU is still a good team. Lane Kiffin's still doing his thing in Boca Raton, but I want to be giving the, the, it to the Hilltoppers. Out of the MAC, we have Western Michigan against Ball State. Home against Ball State. I'll be taking... Uh, Western Michigan, I think Western Michigan's actually going to win that side of the conference now. Uh, Toledo has dropped a couple of crazy games. Uh, Ball State's been playing good, though, so give give it up for uh, Ball State and Mike New uh, for what they've been able to accomplish. I'll be taking uh, Western Michigan. Uh, out of the Sun Belt, I wish I could say Appalachian State against Georgia Southern, but that game will be played prior to this podcast coming out. So we're going to have uh, Arkansas State at ULM. This is the battle to go to, uh, like, to win that side of the conference. I'll be taking ULM. It's kind of a long shot. Arkansas State hasn't played super great this year, but we'll take ULM uh, for the dub. The overall game of the week is Utah at Washington. I'm going to be taking my Utes. I can't go against them. Uh, I'm very, very scared. We're like 1-13 against Washington all time, but I don't think this Washington team has enough talent to hang with Utah. I think they're going to get to Jacob Eason. Uh, BYU hung around Washington a lot more than what they did around Utah. So go Utes, right? And then uh, the other game of the week, SMU, uh, the Group 5 game of the week. We have SMU at Memphis. I'm going to be taking Memphis. I think Memphis got hosed on a bad call against Temple. I'm sorry, Tigers. I wish you would have been able to go undefeated and we would have been talking about you. Or, you know, and, and the one thing that's going to be crazy, just a little side note here. Uh, when Memphis, they're going to play Cincinnati at the end of the year. Now, if, if my prediction is correct and Memphis ends up going to the conference championship, they're going to play each other last game of the season and then in the conference championship, which kind of ruins it because why would you? Like, you're going to have to be the team back-to-back on, like, what, back-to-back weeks? It's going to be so ridiculously hard. Uh, now, the better team usually wins, but they're going to split it, and it's going to be absolutely insane. And and, and they're going to – I mean, I feel bad for their conference because I think both of those teams and the American Athletic is up this year. Uh, even UCF is is better. I, mean, I put UCF and ACC in a heartbeat just to watch. I mean, ACC needs help outside of Clemson. And I will give it – give a shout-out to Louisville. Outside of those two teams, I don't want to... Eh, Wake Forest isn't playing bad, but outside of that, I don't want to watch any ACC games. And uh, so I put UCF in there. 
SM, or SMU, Memphis, uh, Houston even. Like, I could put a lot of teams in there. That would be a little bit more interesting uh, to watch. Anyway, enough bagging on the ACC. They've had it hard enough this year. All right, so that's been our Week 10 podcast. I hope you guys stay tuned. Uh, let us know with the predictions. We're going to do a little bit more of uh, Tyler Wright and Tyler Wrong. I'm going to be, you know, it is, was Tyler right? Was he right in what he said? And we'll we'll do it with these predictions. We got a lot of them. We have a lot of strong opinions. We'll see what happens. Let the madness ensue. I hope you guys had a great Halloween. I hope you have a great rest of the week. Until next time, stay tuned for our FCS podcast coming out first of next week. Let's keep the ball go- rolling.